Are you ready to tell me everything? <laughs> Did he watch your Instagram story? He was the first to watch it, girl. Ghost him. Stop. Block him. Hey, guys. Welcome back to Tell Me Everything with Land. Episode 39. We're getting older. Uh, so today's guest is an interesting story. I was at Ollie Days. I'm not a queen. And this guy is getting an SIE bowl and I'm grabbing a cake for my friend Sadea. We just start talking, chatting it up, and he has this energy. He's like, wants to make connections with people. Of course, podcast came up and he has one. So we started talking where I was like, you're coming on my podcast. There's, you're just doing it. So Joe Maddox, not yes, it, yes, me. is a happy mindset coach and host of the podcast, Bittersweet Uncomfiness. Today, we are going to discuss self-confidence after heartbreak how to overcome rejection, and the law of attraction when it comes to attracting a healthy relationship. Oh, yeah. So, Joe, well, he, has, he has no idea yeah. that we're going to discuss this. <laughs> really? That's what we're going to talk about. Okay, This is for cool. you listening for the first time of what we're doing to discuss today. Amazing. So, Joe, welcome to the show. Thank you. Thank you I'm for having so me. I'm so happy to have I'm you I'm very here. excited. And I feel like, literally, because on that day, I didn't want to get an acai bowl. <laughs> I swear to God, I was I was uh, cleaning my feet from the sand. Yeah. I was heading back to my uh, beds, you yeah, know, like yeah, to, yeah, to yeah. lay down. And I was like, dude, just go get an acai bowl. I was like, no. But it's so random. Thought at like 8 p.m. Yeah. With really? a couple drinks in, like, you know what I mean? Really weird. Yeah, I was a bit tipsy. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so one foot was going to the beds. The other one was like acai bowl. And I, I didn't know why I wanted an acai bowl because yeah, I was not hungry. Creamy. Oh, interesting. <laughs> maybe something like refreshing. I feel like maybe I went there. To meet you and then come on the podcast. Wow, I love that. Yeah, it's law of attraction. There you go. <laughs> yeah. That's crazy. I love it. Okay, so Joe, for our listeners, could you say a little bit about your background, how you're in Dubai, and how the podcast started? Okay, very. Oh, Ooh, heavy question. <laughs> yeah, let, let's, let's start. Let's let's do the let's short get version. Into it. So basically, I am uh, born and raised in Syria, and when the war broke, I was 14. Mm -hmm. So that was like 12 years ago now. Okay. We moved to Vienna, Austria, mm -hmm. where I had to completely adapt to a new life, uh, teach myself a new language. Um, just basically had a cult culture shock culture of my shock. life. Yeah, yeah, definitely. It was insane. Yeah. So a lot of hardship came with this move. My family broke apart and I was actually very, very depressed for most of those years. Mm. And... Um, Actually, at one point, I realized that I really need to work on myself. Okay. How about age were you at when you like kind of realized this? Uh, 19. Okay. I was already working and I got promoted so much that I dropped out of uni to, wow. to work. Yeah. I became the regional sales and ex ex uh, expansion manager <laughs> for a very big fitness uh, gym chain in Austria. Cool. At 19, so for Damn. me, I felt like, okay, this is the you're right. You're an adult. Yeah. Like you're an adult yeah. at 19. Like, this is what I'm going to do now, yeah. forever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And um, shortly after, my mentor and one of my closest friends killed himself. Oh, wow. And I had already had the idea of working on myself, but I had the idea of working on myself to become very rich. This, okay. was, this was the vision of work on yourself to make money. Mm. But when that happened... I realized, no, what I should be working on is making sure that I'm fine, that I'm yeah. happy and that I enjoy my life because it's really short. He was 27 wow. and he didn't know how to navigate through life and he didn't get any help or assistance. And I feel like life is way simpler than 
we make it out to be most of the times. Yeah. And um, I, I started working on myself for three years. So how are you working on yourself? Are you going to therapy or are you like doing goals? Honestly, I went to therapy once. Okay. I, Only one. Yeah, I went to one session. She said I have clinical depression. Okay. She said I need to go on meds. Mm-hmm. Uh, I left the office and said, fuck, no, I'm not doing that. Oh, sorry, swearing? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Okay. We swear on this podcast. No filter. Okay, amazing. So um, literally, I, I left the office and I remember exactly just going out loud to myself. Fuck, no, I'm not doing this. Mm-hmm. Um, there has to be another way. But as someone who went on meds, so I was also clinically depressed. Someone that went on meds, getting off it, I've discussed it on the podcast, was the worst thing. Yeah, I can it, imagine. It was horrible. It was a horrendous three weeks. I was like just in bed crying for yeah. no reason though, like nothing yeah. about it. Yeah, yeah, you know yeah. what I mean? Yeah, yeah. I was just in bed crying. So it's a if you can handle it without meds, of course, if you really need it, go on it. Yeah, of course. But I get your perspective. You're like, fuck no, I'm not gonna do that. Yeah. I I knew that the the therapist didn't even dive into my 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 life much. You okay, know? yeah. Like she saw, okay, she, we scratched the surface. Yeah. And the first thing she tells me is, you need to go on meds. This way, our therapy will not be genuine because totally. I'll I'll feel okay when I'm with her. Totally. I need to feel vulnerable. Absolutely. I need to be actually how I am. Yeah. And the meds just, you know, postpone the, the issue. Yeah. Know? And I I didn't want to talk about this, but most of the people I know in my life right now are on meds. Mm. Even though I really tried my best to like navigate them away. Yeah. I, I I don't want to say don't take meds. But it but like serves a purpose, right? Yes, like yes. if you need to and it's something that you need in your life do it i'm worried about them not being able to get off they will they will they can't i did it i was on for three and a half i was on it for like two years in college got off it that actually getting off it wasn't bad came here was on it from 2019 to 2021 and i i like my doctor was super a psychiatrist was amazing he basically like just lowered the doses Mm. so it was like cold turkey like lowered the doses and i eventually just woke up one morning didn't take the pill it was tough but it's doable yeah i think you have to be in a good mental health space though and you have to support around you i think that's very important part you need to have solved what was actually depressing you and i i believe this is only solved once you truly get to know yourself totally so you you need to have a very healthy relationship with yourself yeah and um did you discover that when she's like you know as you're like fuck no was that like no i need to get on a journey self-discovery or to come later no that's exactly when it happened okay and shortly before this uh session with the third like the psychiatrist and literally i i went to the session because i thought i can't handle it anymore because the suicide happened six months later i was sitting with a very close friend of mine and i have never seen someone burn out before and like from work yeah mm-hmm. and i was sitting across from him yeah but and he was talking to me but he was not talking to me he was mm-hmm. just talking and i saw this emptiness in his eyes so basically he had an episode okay and i didn't know what that is and i got terrified because a friend of ours killed himself six months before so the the immediate response i had is shit take care of him yeah he's not allowed to kill himself yeah yeah so Shit, that's it was it was a mental episode hard like me sitting with this person for three or four hours i was shaking i was literally shaking i didn't know what to do the things he was saying were really weird psychosis yeah it is psychosis so i called his 
brother and his brother came and picked him up and took him to a, a psychiatry. Yeah. He stayed there for three months. Wow. Yeah. So how did that affect you and like where were you in your life and how did you kind of move past it? Because now you're a happiness coach. Yeah. Well, as I said, um, I, I realized I need I needed to talk to someone yeah. about something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Like, well, yeah. yeah. So I went to the psychiatrist and she said meds and like she said one and a half years of therapy once a week. Like, you know, she gave me the whole program. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And uh, I felt like, okay, let me try on myself, uh, yeah. like work on myself first. So I started reading a lot, a lot, mm -hmm. a lot, a lot, a lot, a lot of books. I started listening to podcasts. That's when I discovered podcasts. Wow. Yeah. What was the first podcast you listened to? Diary of a CEO, Stephen Bartlett. So good. Yeah. Diary of a CEO, have you ever listened to this podcast? Yeah. <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> You're hooked. You're hooked. I know. And, and to so see the good. growth of him, it's because I started, he was soloing. Okay. So that's what gave me the courage of soloing myself because mm -hmm. my podcast is mainly solo. Yeah. It's only me. But he was soloing the first 10 or 12 episodes, I think. And I discovered it and I listened to him and he talks about how he deals with stress. Yeah, yeah. It's very open. And um, then I listened to a lot of other ones like Mindset Mentor and, and you know, the classics that yeah, people yeah. listen to. And But what I started realizing is no matter how much you read, no matter how much you try to educate yourself, nothing works until you start applying things in your life. Totally. So, yeah, the journey of me working on myself was around two years. Okay. And I started to actually become happy again. Like, I felt like life is amazing. I was so grateful. And the book that gave me this change was actually um, The Power of Now. By I, know. I haven't read it. I actually literally have it and I haven't read it yet. You should. You should. Yeah, I'm going to read it's it. It's very powerful. Okay, like, cool. Literally, I read a page and then I reread the page because... You want to, like, understand it and, like, yeah, 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 yeah. take it in. The, the way it changed my life is something I cannot describe to you. Wow. I truly, truly cannot describe to you because ever since I read this book, I'm a very calm person. And before that, I used to get into fights all the time. Like, my first relationship, I was very toxic. Mm. I was extremely toxic. We used to fight way more than not fight yeah yeah, yeah. relationship was broken up 12 13 times in two years damn was that the big breakup for you or is this so that, that was the very big breakup the first one the first one was yeah. like was that that would you call that your first heartbreak yeah okay. because it happened exactly at the same time where my parents got divorced mm. and i got the responsibility for my little brother and i was graduating high school all in the next three months after this breakup and i yeah. saw my life through this person yeah for two years. Yeah, yeah. And all of a sudden, she was gone. All of a sudden, my father was gone. Mm -hmm. I need to graduate high school. I need to get my shit together. Yeah. I need to yeah, yeah, yeah. advance. I don't, know, I don't know what to do. So yeah. what I did is, obviously, go into studying as much as I can to forget everything. Yeah. And then summer came, and that's when it hit me. And to be honest, I, I didn't get over her for like three or four years. Honestly, okay. like I still had always the hope that, that you one get day, back to again. Yeah, one day so, we'll meet. So, because I talk a lot about breakups in this podcast of like muting them on social media, out of sight, out of mind. Like for me, my I had a big breakup in 2019. It was like a really good friend of mine, and we broke. We were like tried, it didn't work. But I would see him out all the time, obviously because we're in the same friend group. Yeah. But I think it was so toxic for me to do that and to get. It's almost like you're addicted to the toxic. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, it's 100%. like you're addicted to that toxic energy. Yeah. How do you... So now you're over her. Yeah, yeah. Because <laughs> I got into... Relationships since. Yeah. 
yeah. this is the one that yeah. she was just telling me about. Yeah, exactly. Okay. So um, I dealt with the breakup. I dealt with my father's yeah. shit. I dealt with everything breaking to pieces. Yeah. And um, after I had the power of now, I met, I met someone. Okay. I, at that point, I didn't want to meet someone because I was still on this self-discovery journey and I was really happy with myself, grateful for life. I have a question. Yeah. Sorry to interrupt you. Go for it. When, because I've been in a situation where guys have told me, like, we've been on, like, a couple dates and they've told me, like, it's not going to work out. I'm working on myself. Like, what would you say? And, like, girls obviously get, it's rejection yeah. in a way. Yeah. Have you done that to a girl? <laughs> and... Do you have advice? Because this is a ninety-five percent woman podcast that listens. To yeah, this, yeah. So okay, do it. I'm just, you know, I gotta, I gotta hook up the woman. I need here. to think. You know, I have to think. Give me time. <laughs> what would you say? A, have you done that to a girl? Because I'm assuming you have. Yeah. And B, I mean, even my husband has. Every guy has, I know. But B, what would you say to the girl as like the rejection part? It's rejection in a way, right? But how do you not take it personally? Well. Or is it just personal and like face it? Do you know what I mean? Sometimes it is personal. It is personal yeah. sometimes. Like this guy. Sometimes you feel like the vibe is off. It's off. It's just not going to work. But you don't know how to, as say a guy, it. you don't know how to say it. Because I believe girls are so much better at breakups than guys. I agree. Like both of my exes broke up with me in a way that made me understand <laughs> like, fine. You know, I would have never broken up with them. Wow. Ever. Like I've never saw myself. girl? Yeah. Damn, we were girl. both toxic though. I know, but I'm, yeah. of course, when I didn't put... know that at the time, I was madly in love. Like mm. I literally would have never, ever, ever broken up with either of them because I had only two relationships for that reason, and between them, I had five years of being single. Mm. And uh, I don't go into something if I don't imagine myself staying with that person forever. Yeah. That's that's my number one question to myself. So, like, before you get into a relationship, like, is this going to last? I'm not gonna do anything. And so I think I see a future with this person. I won't get into it until yeah. I see it. Yeah. Do I but see this person? It's not an expectation. I ask myself, would I want to be with this person? But how do you know that from just a couple days? I really don't know. <laughs> I really don't know. It's, it's an instinct. That's why it only happened twice so far. Fair enough. Yeah. Fair enough. But those two times, it was crazy. Like the first one, she was actually in my school as well. Okay. And when I would see her, I w my whole body would shiver. I get it. So I was like, shit. I've never felt something like this. And then when we met and started going out, we were best friends for six months. Okay. So I was like, shit, like I, I want this person. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then when we got together, I was like, this is the person, you know? And then with my second relationship as well, I, I was close to marrying her. I told you this. Yeah, before. yeah, yeah. I was really close to going against my principle yeah, because yeah. at that time I wasn't one willing to get married. Mm -hmm. And she has an Islamic background and she wanted the Islamic marriage. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And uh, for me, that was... Tying the knot and... Uh, do you have commitment issues? Yeah, I do. I think you might. I do. I know that I do, but I'm working At least on it. I like that you're aware, though. Yeah, yeah. That's, yeah, yeah. Extre that's great. I so love the, the guy thing, that's aware. The first thing <laughs> on working on yourself is being aware. Commitment issues. So being aware that I have them gives me the possibility to understand, okay, when I face a challenge that... When, when commitment issues arise because of challenge, I can now deal with it differently yeah. I know, okay i am taking this decision because of my commitment issues but let's step away from the issues that i have is yeah. this an, a good person or not but i i had that with my previous like the last relationship yeah yeah before we entered 
I didn't have commitment issues. Like I, when I entered the relationship, I told her at one point, we will be able to get Islamically married. But right now, I felt like I'm too young. To okay, be. okay. Because I have mixed feelings about this. I have mixed feelings when a guy is like, a man is like, I can't marry you right now or whatever, make that commitment to future. I need time to grow. Because in my head, I mean, this is obviously based off my experience. Yeah. I had like two, three years to like grow and know that I'm not ready for a relationship because mm -hmm. I need to personally grow. And I feel like when you develop as a person, that's when you make the strongest partnership. Yeah. So don't you feel like you shouldn't be, but I'm not telling you what to do. I'm just asking. Yeah, yeah no, I'm asking. Don't you feel like you go on this self journey before even getting into a relationship and being able to commit? Yeah. Like I, the pretense. Yeah, but when you meet the person, you're like, Fuck it. <laughs> I, I, I can't let this person go because I really feel something. But at the same time, I'm on my journey. What the hell should I do? And uh, I, I wouldn't have changed anything. I, I mean, I yeah, for sure. There's no regrets because you learned when everything. I, when I saw that person and I knew that there's something there, I was willing to give everything up mm. for that person. Like, And this is also the reason why I've been only in two relationships because when I'm in one, I'm 100% in I want to go back to the rejection question. Yeah, rejection. So how yeah, so when, when, when a guy rejects like this, it, it's true. It's true yeah, that they need time and time. space yeah. and they feel like they need to give more time and attention to the person, but yeah. they can't. And I don't want to sound like an asshole, but I did this like two weeks ago. Okay, tell us about it. Yeah, so <laughs> it, it, was, it was beautiful. Okay. Sure. Like we, we hung out, we went on a couple of dates. Okay. And... But the thing is, I saw that expectations are arising for her. Okay. But Naturally. I, yeah. But I was making it clear from the beginning that I'm not going into committing into anything. And this is the difference. I but always give her tell a front. No. Okay, good. No, no. I love that. No, no. Good, I'm great. very upfront. Yeah. I am very, very upfront. And I always say from the beginning, I'm not ready to do anything right now because I don't know where I'll be next year. Yeah. Because my life is like, yeah, because you don't know where you're. Yeah, 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 yeah. You know where you're moving. Whatever. I have yeah. no idea where I'm gonna be living. I have no idea where I'm gonna be doing. Totally. Where I'm gonna be. I don't so know. So you're upfront with her at the beginning. Yeah. So yes. how did you ended it? I'm assuming. Uh, yeah. Okay. I, it was only three dates. I know, but yeah. like, I mean, I think a lot of girls listening can say they relate to that. Should I hope she doesn't listen to this? I don't think she will. Yeah. Whatever. That's <laughs> <laughs> all right. But uh, how do you tell someone like I can't right now? Or there's no best way to do it. But how do you like, do you feel like shit? Depends on how long have you been, uh, you've been with that person, what you've done with the person. Um, the I guess how whole vulnerable you've been with them yeah. too. I yeah. think plays like, We didn't even get to actually really know each other. Okay. Yeah. I, I, I don't know much about her. Like I know the surface, you know, I, oh, okay. I know which sibling she likes the most. Okay. I know uh, a, bit, a bit of her, about her parents, the schools she went to, like, you know, the, the yeah, surface, yeah. surface. Surface level stuff. And um, three dates, it was, it was beautiful, but I didn't see a future. Okay. And I knew that right now I, I want to only focus on myself. Totally. So, and I told her that, but the thing is, I hate it because... This it's not you, it's me. It's so is such, that what happens? Such a bad trend. Yeah, that is. I think happens. that's what I think. The, the conclusion I'm coming to, speaking to more and more people, like girls and guys, is that you have to realize that you are just not compatible. Yeah. For right now, for that person. Yeah. 
And it is personal, but in a way, it's like, it's better even for you because you're like, oh, that saves me heartbreak in the future, exactly. blah, blah, blah. Exactly, exactly. So exactly. I think actually it's a blessing in this Yeah, size. but a breakup, like yeah. when you're in a relationship and the breakup happens because of this reason, this is bullshit. Yeah, I agree. This is bullshit. Something, something's fishy because a guy who's been with someone for a longer period of time in a relationship where it's actually intimate, and then he says, I, I need to grow. If he did, if he hadn't communicated before that he needs time and space. Yeah. And all of a sudden he says, I can't do this anymore. I need my... That means he doesn't feel anything anymore. Or, or he now realizes that he's attracted to other girls. By the way, let's discuss that because that's a real thing. Yeah, that is a real thing. Because I, I mean, I've been in like a couple of relationships, but I've never, and I've been in two relationships where the guys cheated on me. Oh, shit. Yeah, tw twice. Right shit. <laughs> it's okay, I'm married now, people. It's fine. But I was in two very toxic relationships. My friend's going to hear this, but it's fine. I've been up front with him. And I've been cheated on twice. So going into relationships, it's been hard to not feel the insecurity. Yeah, of, I'm gonna get, yeah, trust issues. I'm going to get cheated on again. But it's interesting that you said that there's two things about like him being attracted or a girl being attracted to other people. Yeah. But it's, okay, where is the, the thin line? Because is there a way that you can be in a relationship and like just talk to the opposite sex without not having attraction, platonic? Yes. There is a way. Yes. I, I've always had this in my relationships. Okay. Always, I had a short relationship. I really don't count it as a relationship. We were together for like a month and a half. Or okay, all right. But as soon as I realized that when I talked to someone from the opposite sex, I felt attraction. Okay. And I went to her and yeah. like, sorry, but... You told her? Yeah. No, I didn't tell her I'm attracted <laughs> to other people. I'm like, damn, Joe. No. I, I went with the, it's not you, it's me. <laughs> okay, fine, 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 fine. Fair enough. Yeah. Uh, okay, I want to bring it back to... Okay, so... Rejection. When you get rejected... Yes. <laughs> um, the thing is, I always say this in my podcast as well, reje rejection is redirection. Oh, I like reject it. It's like when when you're at a crossroad and you have a stop sign, you can't go further. Go to the right or to the left. Choose another route. Like this it. route ended here. It's over. It's okay. And it's probably better this way because you can't force anything. You shouldn't try to force anything. And a lot of people, when they get rejected, they get clingier. You know, they try harder. So true. And I did. It's so true. No, yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I, I realize this with a lot of women. Okay. A lot. When you reject them a little bit more or when you like a bit push, push them, it, yeah. they run faster than ever to, to gain your attention. It's your because it's because I think it's because they're trying to prove to themselves that they're 100%. worthy. That's what it is. 100%. Because then their worthiness or self-love, their confidence lowers. I know you did an episode on self-confidence. Yeah. I think you did episode self confidence after a heartbreak. Yeah. How do you, okay, so say that situation happens. How do you build your self confidence back? And like, I. After a breakup or after a rejection? It's two different things. Both. Actually, it's the same. I think it's the same thing. Yeah, it is the it's same. the same. Because I've been in really, I've been in a situation where he rejected me and we broke up, but I, I would go to the places he was at just to show myself in a hot ass outfit. Oh, okay. Oh, by the way, I've been very open on this podcast yeah. about it and I obviously regret it. It was a learning experience, but like I regretted my life after doing it. Yeah. Actually, when I said on the podcast, my ex called me. He's like, 
I actually, I actually felt that you came to the place because when we put friends down, <laughs> yeah. I was like, bro, yeah, I did. Yeah. Anyways, but like, I had the same conversation with my first ex as well. Yeah. Because after she broke up with me, I yeah, full cycle. Okay. I bulked up like seventeen kilograms of muscle mass. <laughs> like literally, I became a beast. What the hell? In such short period of time. Okay. I I to show her. Yeah. To like prove yeah. something, prove yeah. your worth. And I would go to the same club she goes to. Yeah, just to show. Just to show. And I would talk to any girl. Yeah, you're like trying to prove yeah. something. And the thing is, it worked. Because there was one night where she went out of the club. And I went out of the club. She came to me. And she's like, who's that girl? Okay, but you know? I, I think this but is what well. Yeah, because yeah, yeah. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah. Because I hurt her. Yes. Yeah. That's because I saying. felt like she hurt me. Yeah, I wanted revenge, but hurt people hurt. Wait, what's seeking it? revenge. Hurt people hurt people. Hurt people hurt people. Hurt people. Yeah, yeah. Seeking revenge is actually the biggest waste of time totally. and energy you could ever have because all I was ever thinking about is, what can I do now, in order to tease her, in order to get back. Yeah. So I wasn't living my life true to myself again. But when I got rejected both times or broken up with, it. It required me to take action to gain my self-confidence back. So how did you do that? The first one, I bulked up. Okay. <laughs> I trained like... So I always say go to the gym because I was yeah. a crazy like going to Barry's Grove after all my breakups. Yeah. I was sick body. <laughs> yeah. But I, I, I always say go to the gym regardless. But after a breakup, it's even more necessary because it's a therapy. Totally. For you. And you prove to yourself that you know, you're you're taking action to yeah. gain your self-confidence again or whatever or whatnot. But the second time, which was a healthier breakup, um, I realized that this breakup now gives me the opportunity to get to know myself after two years again. Okay. So because for you... two years, yeah. I knew myself as Joe with that person yeah. in this relationship. Yeah. When it ended, of course, I was heartbroken. Of course. I was devastated because i wasn't willing to even imagine myself with another person and you said she got married after three months she got married after three months so Four how months. do you build your con so how did you what are ways that i mean like advice that you can give to build your confidence after a breakup so go to the gym definitely agree with yeah, that because it releases endorphins stress it out whatever yeah surround yourself with the support system yes but don't rely on it I agree with that. I used to call my girlfriends every fucking day. Are very dependent on Correct. everyone being around. Correct. The thing is, everyone has a life. Yeah. And, and has their own shit if going you on. Are always depressed unless this person is next to you or your group of friends are with you, and you always distract yourself. You're not gonna. You're just postponing your problem until you go to bed, and then totally. you cry yourself. Yeah, you're right. Into sleep. So how do you avoid that? Um, how, did you avoid that? Did you get? Because my way of avoiding it was, but you can smoke. I did. Oh, okay. It's done. Um, my way of avoiding it was going to the gym, calling my girlfriends. Then after I realized calling my girlfriends all the time and discussing it was not fixing it. Yeah. So I actually went to therapy. Yeah. And that's I, a very good thing. Yeah. I went to therapy for it. I did like instant gratification notes. To, um, what's it called? The five minute journal. Yeah. Where I would do everything. Yeah, that means I love it. I love, it. I love yeah. it too. I try and do it every day, but I ha I had that. So I tried to do ways and like not go to places my ex was at doing different things, meeting different people, meeting different group of friends. I actually met an entirely different group of friends who I'm still friends with. So I think that was my way. This is also a very good tactic. Yeah, it is. But then again, I feel like we run away from the actual uh, pain by yeah. going out and meeting people and so on and so forth. Because this also is to validate 
totally yourself again 100% but i i this time i realized that i didn't want validation anymore i'm going to give myself the validation okay so how did so, you do that um first of all when when you start taking action towards finding yourself and like loving yourself again and not only loving yourself in a context of a relationship um everything changes when she left it took me i think around 2 3 weeks to realize that she's gone mm-hmm. because i would wake up yeah. no text um she wasn't but there. it's kind of grief in a way by the way it is grief because is grief. you're actually like that person is no longer serves the role yeah. that it used to yeah and for me it's I, I don't know how it is for you but i'm friends with my exes but very far friends okay. like i want them to be happy i wish them well mm. but it's not like i text them regularly once any, every couple of months maybe half a year i check up on them mm-hmm. but i i don't want to put myself in that position again because i know how much i love them totally and uh, seeing them would probably make me feel something again yeah or make me sad yeah and i i avoided seeing them at all costs um so even when returning the stuff or whatever um, i would send someone to do that for me. absolutely why not I no for sure that. i think out of sight out of mind really helps yeah break definitely up. definitely i i met i met someone right now uh who broke up with her boyfriend a year ago uh, a year ago he, he broke up with her but they stayed together another year like they basically lived together for another year wow um and they did all the stuff they did in the relationship but they weren't together that's so, that's so weird imagine and and it's a year of pain yeah yeah yeah, yeah. mostly for her because and he's living his life at the end of the day he's he's moving on for him he broke up he's fine but for him, the validation, he doesn't even have to go seek it because she's giving it to him on a daily basis. Totally. So when someone breaks up with you, the, the, the thing is you need to have enough self-respect to understand that you running behind that person is actually wrong mm-hmm. because this person has reasons as to why they wanted to end this relationship. Yeah. Right? So um, don't, don't chase someone. And I said this in an episode once, um, you cannot force someone to stay just because you love them yeah he, they love you too yeah 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 this is the thing when they when they break up with you and this is something that really helped me i realized that she really did love me it wasn't a lie we lived an amazing relationship but at some point it had to end yeah i mean i i completely agree with yeah yeah when it's all compatible it's all compatible yeah. it has to end so how did the podcast start um i realized that i want to share what i learned with people okay from all over the world this was post all breakups no, yeah, this was post all break. Okay, that's it was two months after the second breakup. Okay, and because the first month I was grieving, the second month I was like, okay, pick yourself up. Yeah, it's time. Yeah, now it's time to unleash the best version of myself. Totally. And um, I wanted to do a podcast. So that was your outlet. Yeah. So I was like, okay, let's do a podcast. And um, I still don't feel like my podcast is where I want it to be, mm-hmm. but I, I think this is a process. It's a it's a yeah. law. As someone who's been in and out for like, I had one DX babies with a co-host and then mm-hmm. we ended it and now I'm on time everything. It's a journey. Yeah, it Podcasting is a, is a journey. And especially when you do solo. Yeah. Conversation is so easy to You have. should bring me on your podcast. Yeah, please. I would love that. <laughs> yeah, so basically this is how the podcast started and I feel like if it helps one, my goal yeah. at the beginning is one person. If I help one person, see something differently yes or be happier with themselves in any way yeah i've done my task i love that that's your vision for your podcast and one person because this one person might help someone else yeah so this is the vision for the podcast and this is why it started okay so does happiness coach 
You said that that's what you. This said. happened way later. Way later. Like eight months later after wow. the podcast, because first I needed to gain knowledge and yeah. to learn. Yeah, yeah. So I I used the podcast also for me as a motivation to educate myself as much as I can because you do um, a lot of research. Yeah. Like I saw on your podcast, you do a lot of research yeah. before you speak on any topic. Yeah. And and um. So it's selfish as well why I started the podcast because first of all I love speaking. Okay. Second of all, I'm learning so much in this process. And it's forcing you to learn. It's forcing me to learn. I need to learn. Yeah. Because I don't want to give bullshit stuff, and it for it's forcing me to read because for a while I didn't read anymore, mm-hmm. especially in the relationship. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So now I'm reading again, which is amazing. Um, reading helped me a lot with the breakup actually because you're filling your your. It's actually true. So that that was also very very good, very helpful. So what is so you like talked about the law of attraction in one of your podcast yeah. episodes. Can you explain a little bit more of how that works? And do you believe that you can bring like a healthy relationship through law of attraction? Yeah, you okay. can you can bring everything through law of attraction. Okay, but I'm I'm not this person who tells you just sit there and wish for it and let the universe do the work. Yeah, you need to do the work totally. And the work doesn't mean you go on Tinder or Bumble or whatever and you seek it out, but I've done get. That. For me, is the, the, the universe is energies. Everything is energies. Our energy uh, matched at all days. This is why I'm sitting here. Correct. Today. Everything is energies. Um, whether you're religious or not, you need to accept that. The energies exist. Yeah. So you need to get your energy to a level that matches what you want to have. So if you want a healthy relationship, you need to be healthy. And I mean this in physically, spiritually, mentally. You need to be healthy in order to have a healthy relationship. If you're not healthy, you're not going to... My relationship, because I had been on the journey before, my relationship was incredibly healthy. Incredibly healthy. Um, I don't know anyone who's had a two-year relationship with not a single fight. Never. Because I was very healthy. Therefore, she was also very healthy. But I'm sure if you, like, discussed something that, like, disagreed on. Maturely. It would be a mature, mature discussion. Very mature. Yeah, we I never went that. to bed upset from each other. Okay, cool. This was, this was my goal also. Yes, from the relationship. totally. And um, so for that, you need to be healthy. Uh, love attraction, you need to get your energy up to a level where the universe says, okay, send that to that person. And if you look back a couple of years before, it, remember all the things you wished you had, see the things that actually you have now. Mm. And if you compare, yeah. You got them because you matched the energy, because you worked yeah. on yourself towards that goal. Uh, so love attraction requires work, but it also requires you to believe that you're going to get it. Mm-hmm. Because a lot of people say, I want a healthy relationship. Ah, it doesn't exist. So you're contradicting yourself. It's not going to happen. But also you're doing like kind of a self-fulfilling prophecy by saying yeah. like, oh, I'm not going to get a healthy relationship. Yeah. You know what I mean? You're yeah. attracting that energy. Yeah. And when I do positive affirmations, first of yeah. all, I need to connect them with like any kind of movement physical movement yeah because uh it becomes an incantation yeah and robin talks about this a lot but when you do an affirmation you shouldn't put it in future tense you it's should now. do it in present tense like i am happy i am fulfilled i am whatever Even i actually started changing my things to that as well yeah. like my present ones yeah. every morning i try and write it Amazing. but it's present i agree it, with it, you. it should be present because Fake it till you make it exists somehow, but at the same time, um, you literally start looking for the good again. When I yeah. say I'm grateful, I literally try to find things that I'm grateful for. And this is why this journal is awesome because yeah. you need to think about things you're grateful for. It like writes it down for yeah. and you have to think about it. Yeah. So when you always think about things you're grateful for, when you always think about positive things, then you're yeah. going to see way more positive than negative. And this is why love attraction works. Yeah. Because you stop 
seeing the negative as much, you start seeing the positive. Mm-hmm. So I attract a healthy relationship. Yeah. You know what I mean? So this is what I mean with shifting your energy into more positive. You can have a positive relationship. If you're still a negative person, it's very difficult for you to find a positive person. And if you do, you're you're either going to fuck them up or, or yeah. something's going to happen. So you, you shouldn't. Get yourself healthy. Work on yourself. Be happy on your own. Yeah. With yourself. Yes. And then the person comes. Oh, I love that. Every you're time. so right though. You're right? so right. Every time. Every time. No, you're 100% right. I have a question because I know you've been in Dubai for like a month now. Yeah. Okay. I've talked about dating in Dubai a lot. Yeah. How do you, as someone that's come in for a month, I'm sure, are you on the apps? Yeah. Okay. How, I was on the apps. It was on Tinder, Bumble. I did a whole thing where I went like on every app and like scored them on an episode. But how do you feel? Because everyone says dating in Dubai is hard. And I kind of agree. It is a little bit hard because it's a bit clicky. Yeah. You go to places like people are kind of closed off energies, yeah. not like open energies. Like all these days we were a super yeah. open energy. That's so we spoke. You know, we yeah. don't know each other. What is your perspective on dating in Dubai? Like right now, as you see it, someone who's been here for a month. Okay, so I have uh, had multiple experiences so far. Okay. Uh, in this month. And I have to say, it's hard to also click with the person. Because first of all, in Dubai, the thing that I found tough is it's so diverse. Yes. But that's actually a good thing. Yeah. Because it gives you more options. But the thing is, you get demotivated very quickly after a couple of days where you're like, okay, I'm not finding anyone. But... Um, I, I never used to date from apps in general okay. because I really don't like the concept of dating from an app because I like to meet, I, I like to be attracted by a person's energy rather than their appearance or what they write in their bio. This is for me something very important. So I'm a person who likes to meet people outside than... Uh, like meet people at a bar. Whatever, whatever it is. Whatever it is. Holidays. Wherever it is, yeah. just... Um, when I find a person with a beautiful energy, this is something. Do that... you go up to girls and like start chatting? And yeah, up? but I'm very shy. Really? Yeah. But I'm you spoke sure. to me and Gaza that all. Yeah, did. it was yeah, like I just wanted to recommend Nasayi ball and talk to you guys. And I was tipsy. When I'm tipsy, I'm not very. Okay, fair enough. Yeah. Because so I'll tell you, like my perspective dating in Dubai is the best way to meet people. Pe- meet people is friends through friends. Friends of friends. Friends of friends. Yeah. I feel like that is. But at the same time, it's not that easy because it it complicates friendships. Correct, yeah. but it's be- like to open your connections yeah. and like energies is always friends to friends. I've done the apps. I met a couple guys, had a couple relationships on them, but I do feel like friends are friends because they, your friends will attract energies, hopefully good yeah. energies with them. Yeah. So that's how kind of it, it goes along. Yeah, I, I totally agree. Like friends of friends, everyone I know who's in a good relationship actually met the person. I met my husband. So, friends of friends, literally. So it like, I, it works and I... And I say that I want to close off with saying what your podcast is, how people can listen to it. And if they would like to sign up with you for a happiness coach, how can they do that? Okay. So the podcast is called Bittersweet Unconfidence. I'll put it in the notes, by the yeah, way. Yeah, do that. Uh, <laughs> Unconfidence is written with a Y. Yeah. Because a couple of days ago, someone reached out and she, she was like, I don't know if you know, but happiness <laughs> and unconfidence are written with an I. You're like, yeah, I know. And she gave me a whole grammar lesson. She was like, because... When the word becomes an adjective, you need to re- replace the Y with an I. I was like, what? Yeah. Uh, like, I, I would have known, yeah. you know, like I'm, I've totally. done my research. Totally. I was like, okay, happiness comes from the movie Pursuit of Happiness. Yes. I don't know if you've seen it. Yeah, I have. haven't. Yeah. She hasn't. I was like, go watch it because it's amazing. Totally. And unconfidence, I just felt like uncomfy. I like the word and then the ness. Amazing. And I talk about 
how being uncomfortable or putting yourself in uncomfortable positions is actually key to growth. Totally. To getting to know yourself. Because as long as you're in your comfort zone, you're not going to learn anything new because yeah. you're going to see the same things every day, do the same things every day. And uh, so this is a podcast. As I said, it's solo for now. I'm aiming on doing it more of like dialogues. Amazing. But, uh, for now, I still have a couple of things I want to share. Yeah. And um, how you can find me, you can find me on Instagram mostly. I, I love this platform the most. Yeah. From all socials. I love it. And it's Joseph Manet. You're going to also I'll put it in the tag it. Because yeah. Joe was taken. So I had to come with Joseph. <laughs> I actually texted the dude. He didn't yeah. work for like six years. I was like, dude, can you please give me the name? <laughs> but it didn't answer. So I think he doesn't have Instagram. I'm anymore. done. So, and to book a call or whatever also through the link on Instagram on my link tree awesome. and the website will be launched this week will be in the link tree as well beautiful so, yeah. thank you Joe for coming thank on the you. podcast thank I you. love this discussion thank, thank you guys much. guys subscribe 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 follow me lands underscore T-H-O lands though at tell me everything dot with lands and I will speak to you guys next week have a great weekend bye 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 bye